0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of On the Pitch. Well, it's been quite an interesting couple weeks of football since our last episode. Um, Since we recorded last, United have gone to shambles. West Ham surprisingly look like the real deal. City are all of a sudden back in striking distance of the uh, top of the table. And Norwich might be the worst team in Premier League history. (laughs) So, um, starting it off, Man United, if you haven't been following, earlier in the season, before the transfer deadline ended, they signed Cristiano Ronaldo to bring him back to Man U. Everyone thought at the time that that they were going to be contending for the title, and they were going to be this great team. Well, in the last five games, they have one win and three losses, and this past weekend, they lost 5-0 to Liverpool. (laughs) It's not all uh, Ronaldo's fault. He's done a good job since he's gotten there. He's pretty much been their only attacking player that's been serviceable uh it's that defense they've just gotten atrocious you know they were kind of spotty to begin with I don't know what happened but they just look bad um Ole Gunnar the manager for United seems to have lost the dressing room Uh, I've heard reports of players you know not really respecting him that much kind of just waiting for him to get fired That on top of what seems like he's unable to make some in-game adjustments and just his lineup choices are genuinely confusing. Then we also have Nick's favorite team, West Ham, currently sitting fourth in the table. They've won two in a row, um, giving a little bit of separation between them and Brighton, uh, who's in fifth place. They look to be serious contenders for a European spot. I'm not going to say they're going to win, unlike I know Nick is about to. Believe
1: in the ham, Dom. We're getting shirts. Man. Uh,
0: well, you know what? I, I, I'm believing in them more than I did at, at the beginning of the season. I I don't believe that they're gonna win the Premier League, but hey. I do think that they could keep this up, and I, I do think that they can seriously contend for a Champions League spot.
1: I think. Uh, I think a hundred dollars is burning a hole in our pocket to get a a West Ham jersey on the back. It just says "Believe in the Ham." Believe in the ham. <laughs>
0: hunt hunt it's going to be more than a hundred dollars Nick. i know a, a, a custom jersey is
1: how much is a soccer jersey goodness gracious
0: uh custom you're probably looking at like 130 140 oh well i mean then you know throwing shipping because you know it is coming from the uk that's rough. well we will see hopefully you know um me being a city fan don't want west ham to win the league um hopefully you know city wins the league again and i'm happy because that and i'm happy because i don't have to spend 150 bucks to get a west ham jersey <laughs> but what do you what do you what do you think of west ham so far i know a couple episodes ago you were all you know believe the hams are are you more solidified in your
1: believing in the hams now or do you think they can keep this up listen i i think i'm like the biggest west ham supporter on um, this side of the pond but i just think that if I'm being realistic when when you really look at their goal differential only being at 6 and everybody else above them is just kind of miles ahead, you know, City's got a 16, you know, plus 16 their goal differential, Liverpool's plus 21, Chelsea's plus 20. I just don't know I just don't know if they have the offense to keep up with those big boys at the top. And, you know, we'll get into United later, but I I think that they'll kind of come on late like they always do, but I don't know. Like, I, I hope that they do. I hope that maybe they can, you know, find a way to play defensive games and maybe hold some of these, you know, upper echelon teams there at the top to, you know, scoring less goals in a game. And then they could find a way to just get one or two more goals in them. But it'll be interesting. I'm I'm super excited. I think that this is this is good for them. I think being at the top of the table right now, giving them that confidence. I mean, obviously we have like you know, like 20 to 29 games left. So yep. there there's a lot of there's a lot of time left for things to change there's a lot of time left for things to go wrong there's also a lot of time left for things to go right so I'm still going to stick with it I think that I think that so far they've played like a top 5 team and I think by the end of the season they'll be a top 5 team um I think I'm just hoping and praying that they're number 1 but I think realistically that number 4 spot is probably the most likely spot they'll end up at the end of the season and in being able to, you know, move on and play in different, you know, challenges or, or cups. Um, I think that that would be something good for the club as well too. Cause I don't know if they've really gotten that opportunity as of recent. So no, they,
0: they haven't been in this. I don't think they've ever been in the champions league. If not, not in my lifetime, at least um, I'm, I would have to look back, but I'm sure they've been in the, in the Europa league at least once. Um, but, European football is not something that West Ham is too familiar with. So I do think that it'd be good for, you know, the premier league if West Ham does get a European spot. Um, but I mean, in all honesty, you know, if we're looking at this right now, goal differential doesn't matter too much. Um, you know, it, it could decide, you know, some standings later on towards the end of the season, um, but, I mean, right now they're winning. That's really all that matters. Uh, I know that you, you mentioned the goal differential for teams like City and, and Chelsea and, and Liverpool, but they've had some games earlier in the season that, you know, they they just blew out um, some some lower-level teams. I know this past week Chelsea just beat Norwich 7-0. Um, City had a couple 5-0 wins earlier in the season like in some really be, weak opponents. Like some
1: conflated stats a little bit, like,
0: yeah. So stats that.
1: like that are, are definitely, you know,
0: skewing the numbers a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the important thing for West Ham is that they're winning and they, they look strong. They're, they're not really, when they do lose, they've, I think they've only lost twice this season. It's been close. You know, they're not out of any game that they're playing. And I, I think, uh, Mikel Antonio, their striker might be one of if not the most disrespected strikers in the league. Like, this guy has been a solid striker his whole career and he's gotten no recognition for it. And he's he, right now, he's leading the team in goals and he does the same thing every year. He's just consistent. They finally got a team around him. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for the future of this team because a couple years ago, it was looking pretty rough for them.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can, you can kind of equate this almost to, you know, I don't, I don't want to compare it to other sports, but when you talk about kind of like a, a mid-level you know sport where the the money may not always be there like the bigger you know franchises as you would as we would say over here in america (laughs) um but you know like the the money's just not flowing like it is in city liverpool chelsea united Mm -hmm. you know even Arsenal, newcastle now yeah even though arsenal's kind of been what it has been but you know for, for them to kind of be where they're at and kind of develop the players that they have into putting them in this position and like you said they're they're winning which is which is all that, that matters <laughs> at the end of the day it doesn't it doesn't have to be pretty it doesn't have to be sexy it's just a win and and they're they're gonna have to do a lot of winning in order to stay there at the top and especially compete with the you know the three teams above them but like I said I'm I'm super excited I'm gonna believe in the ham all the way I think I'm gonna be impressed wherever they finish. Um, unless they finish last, that would suck, but (laughs) um, (laughs) that would kind of go the other way. I mean, it can, it happens, but I think that at the end of the day, it's, it's super impressive what they've done so far. And if you're not a little bit excited, even if you don't like watching, you know, football, or as we call it, soccer, as a sports fan, you know, watching the underdog kind of fight their way up and challenge, you know, the, the Goliaths of the world, uh, try to take them on and beat them. That story will never get old.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Moving on, time to talk about my favorite team for a little bit. We talked about your favorite team. As as you guys know, I've kind of made it pretty obvious. I'm a pretty huge Man City fan. And um, I, we're getting close, again, to uh, threatening for that top spot on the table. Currently sitting in third, um, only two points back of Chelsea. Uh, who we did beat earlier in the season. Their only loss was to us. Um there we're one point back of, of Liverpool. Like the the top of this table is is tight. Um even West Ham sitting at fourth, they're only five points back of Chelsea. Um but it's it's really City and Liverpool that are really in striking distance. This team, I don't know how they could have gotten better from last year but they got better from last year, even without a striker, still in that false nine system. The, this team has just learned how to play in that system so well. They, they, I genuinely believe that this, is, this year's City team is better than last year's City team. And last year's City team played in every possible game except for one. We went to every single tournament final except for one. In the FA Cup, we went to the semifinal and, and lost to Chelsea. Um, I uh, Phil Foden looks all world. I think in a couple of years he can be a Ballon d'Or winner, um, at least a contender. Um, you know, Bernardo Silva is back in form. He's looking fantastic. Jack Relish has fit in with the side perfectly, and you got young guys coming up like Cole Palmer, who looks every every bit the part of, of a future star in this league. Um, I'm excited for the team now i'm excited for the future of this team i really think that this team can go far and you know obviously i think we can win the premier league i think we're going to be right back in there in the champions league final this year um hopefully we go far in the fa cup uh, unfortunately today we just lost to nick's favorite team west ham in the uh in the Carabawa cup that's what but i
1: huh that's what it's about there you go
0: yeah i that that, that was a good game it was it was nil-nil going into penalty kicks. So you guys won five three on penalties.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the so I I don't know if you know this, but the Carabao Cup, Man City have won that tournament four years in a row. So so you guys knocking us out um this early in the tournaments, you know, kind of a big deal. Um I kind of expected it at some point. Like I knew we like we can't win this tournament every single
1: year. Hey man, you gotta ah. you gotta you gotta hurt the psyche whenever you can. You know, you knock them out. Of a cup they've won four years in a row. You you play them in the season. They remember that. Maybe they, they make some mistakes because they're trying to play. Yeah. Hard. You know what I mean. You get some wins against them. You move up on the table. Now you're third. Now you got to do is take out Liverpool and Chelsea. Well, I mean, so
0: looking at it from from our perspective, you know, yeah, it's nice to win that tournament, but that's not our priority. You know, early games this early in the tournament. Um, you know, we we started our backup goalie. We'll we'll play a lot of young players. Um, some under 21 players or some reserve players to get them some playing time, you know, that, that tournament, especially this really is not our priority. We'll, we'll really take that tournament seriously once we get to the semifinal and the final. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't get there this year, um, but I do think some players like Cole Palmer that I mentioned earlier, got some valuable playing time. Um, You know, Zach Steffen, uh, the former Columbus crew goalkeeper started this game. Um, He looked good up until penalty kicks. You know, I, I don't know. I maybe I'm crazier for thinking that this team is better than last year, um, considering how good last year's team was. But I think this team is going to be right up there, competing again for pretty much every trophy that we that we possibly can. But moving on to a team on the other end of the table, um, Norwich currently sit dead last um, through nine games. They have two points. There, there's talk about this team being the the worst team in Premier League history. Um, they just lost this last weekend, seven, nothing to Chelsea. So that got me thinking, you know, I, I went and I looked back at some of the worst premier league teams ever and the lowest, guess what the lowest point total was for a whole season, Nick. So through 39, a 39 game season, what's the lowest point total ever, you know, totaled
1: 16,
0: pretty damn close. So in 2007, 2008, Derby got 11 points for the whole season with a goal differential of negative <laughs> <laughs> to, 69. To, to say, to say that was a bad season is an understatement that, that was statistically the worst premier league team ever. Hmm. This Norwich team is on pace to get 8.4 points throughout the whole season.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I, I honestly could see them maybe matching that 11. I I don't know. Because realistically, when you look at the bottom, like, you know, you you could even say the bottom five teams because you got Crystal Palace, Southampton, Lee, Burnley, Newcastle, and then obviously Norwich at the bottom. Like, I I don't really think that they're all just kind of bad. You know what I mean? Like Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich City are going to have to play each other eventually. And, you know, they're just going to beat up on each other. So like New yeah. Norwich Norwich is going to at least get maybe one or two wins you, on the season, you know what I mean? That that brings their point total up to to 8, you know what I mean? And then they'll probably get a couple more ties. That brings it up. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know if like they're going to get under that 11. I mean, they would have to be like like they, they'd have to win zero games. Like that would be or zero matches, I should Pretty say. Pretty much. Pretty that, much. That, that would have to be and I I mean, is that is that even something that's ever happened where somebody won zero matches? in the whole season like they didn't get no. one? I don't think that's ever at,
0: at least at least in the premier league no um you know obviously derby you know they've won you know a couple games um to get to that 11
1: yeah that's what i'm saying so but, I, I don't know i just the 8.4 like that would be or you know what i mean right around that eight mark if i mean if that's where they landed that would be just i mean they they are definitely getting relegated no matter what i don't, I don't see them getting that well yeah out of three but I mean, that would just be – I just don't know how you come back from that um, as a team. I think their psyche right now is just – is obviously not in the right place. You know, whoever whoever is managing that team is probably feeling the heat from their seat there. But, like I said, I, I, I don't know. I just – I don't really see this continuing this bad. Like, I see them getting, you know, at least two wins, maybe three. Um, by the end of the season, because I don't know, I, like I said, the, the bottom five teams, I kind of put them all in the same in the same spot. It doesn't, they're they all don't look great. You know what I mean? Like it yeah.
0: Just... Well, I mean, at least with you know Newcastle under new ownership, they're going to be spending a ton of money. Um They'll probably spend some money here coming up in January, bringing some players, because they're going to uh, try to avoid relegation as much as possible. Um Because it'd be kind of devastating for the new ownership group to. You know, have to suffer through a year in the championship. Um, other than that, I mean, there's really no hope for Norwich. I mean, they're they're already at a negative twenty-one goal differential, and I mean, the the second lowest is negative uh, nine with Newcastle. It, it's just yeah. it's just so bad. Like I, this this is the worst that I I've ever seen a team play. Um, you know, for for the sake of their fans, I'm hoping they improve a little bit because. You know, being being a Browns fan for, for 20 years, I, I know what suffering is like, and it's not fun. Um, you know, I, I really wouldn't wish that on anyone. Um, so hopefully they can turn around a little bit. You know, even if they do get relegated, you know, at least, you know, don't get blown out seven, nothing. I mean, geez, <laughs> you know, at least be competitive out there.
1: Yeah, I think honestly, honestly, for them going forward, I I think maybe even once, like, just, I mean, they're, they're probably just going to have to start playing some young guys. I know they want to win games, but at the end of the day, I think that they've pretty much guaranteed themselves, you know, I like, I mean, like I said, there's, there's like 30 games left. So anything could happen. I mean, they, they could go on, they could somehow find some way to win 10, you know, 10 of these, these matches and, and kind of put themselves maybe up a little bit. Um, that's definitely a possibility, but. Yeah. When you look at everything going on, I just, I don't know. I also don't see them not winning a game because. It just, I don't like. I said, I don't think that's ever happened in the Premier League. You know what I mean? And you think you confirm that as well too. So, I guess I think they they get at least two wins, and I think that those come against those bottom five teams. I think those bottom five teams just kind of beat up on each other, and then at the end of the season, whoever's in the bottom three is in the bottom three, and that's what it is. But
0: the bottom three teams: Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich. You know, neither of them have won a game. They're gonna, like you said, they're gonna win a game eventually. Like no team has ever gone a whole season with zero wins. So yeah, a a win will happen eventually. It just, I, I don't know, man, this is bad. You know, they, they've lost seven out of the nine games and they've only had two draws. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just bad. (laughs) It's pretty much all all you can really say about it. Well, Nick, that pretty much wraps up everything I had for this episode. Uh, Thanks again for coming on. As always, Always fun to have you on talk about West Ham for a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm always here for uh, for the ham. Believe in the ham, everybody. Believe in the ham. All
0: right. Well, thanks, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed another episode of On the Pitch. And we will see you in the next one. Come on, city.
1: Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.com dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any updates. And please let us
0: know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next.
1: As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.